welcome back to another week of makeup, masking, and murder. Spooky season is officially over, and I'm so sad. Although, I'm clearly kind of excited because I feel like I look like a Christmas tree today. I've got this green sweater on, green so sparkly cute. socks. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I pulled out the Justin Bieber Christmas album this morning. I won't even lie. I saw that. Yep, and yeah. Frank Sinatra Christmas album. It's, oh, Frank. it's here. Oh, Frank. <laughs> so, this him. week, I have Kayla Elizabeth. Hi. Welcome. Hi, hi. Kayla is an amazing hairstylist who, how did we meet? Instagram? So, yeah. Yeah, I contacted you through Instagram for a competition. Yes. Yeah. Which which we are hopefully Is it still, still going to happen? Yes, Kay. yes it is. This is She's an amazing hairstylist. Everyone, go check her out. Um, we're going to do our product spotlight, then I'm going to ask her all about her career. So let's get yeah. into it. Yeah. So I'll go first. The product I'm spotlighting this week is the Moroccan Oil Luminous Hairspray in Strong Finish. Have you used this before? Mm-mm, no. I love this hairspray. Like, I've used it for, like, three years now, I think. Uh I've got, like, all my clients hooked on it. And it's really weird because strong, you usually think, like, too stiff. I mean, in some brands, right? Like, to most people, it would sound intimidating to us. We kind of, like, no. But, um, like, I've tried the medium, and it's almost stiffer than the strong. The strong just has, like, the perfect formula. yeah. Um, it's like very movable. It smells so good. Like I would use it as perfume if I could. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I totally do yeah. that with products. It's just an awesome hairspray and it doesn't get too stiff. Um, but you can, you know, layer and use more for like a really intense style. Right. So, yeah. Oh. You can get it at Sephora. You can get it at salons. You can get it many places. <laughs> Just look up Moroccan <laughs> Oil. Um, and it's $24 for the 10-ounce bottle. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I feel great. like that's the thing now. Moroccan Oil is I love everywhere. It. I love Well, and I was kind of hesitant, like, oh, like an oil, like in a hairspray. Yeah. Hit or miss, right? But, yeah, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So, mm. what product do love you have it. today? So, I have a two-piece product. Um, it's from, I always call it a newer line so it's a veda i work for a veda yes and i'm just obsessed with it um and it starts it's a little dry brush and if you haven't tried dry brushing i haven't oh my goodness <gasps> you should try it so they have body ones which yeah. are a little more abrasive but then they have ones that we sell that are for the face so they're a little bit more gentle okay and if you haven't done it before it's really great you start from like the inner parts of your face and you just do circular motions out mm-hmm um, and you just do that for a few minutes. It just gets the circulation going. Do you do it like before wash face? Yeah. So after, after, after you wash your face, okay. you want all the makeup off. Like before serums mm-hmm. kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Because that's actually what the second piece is. It's, okay. it's called radiant oleation oil. And it's, oh my gosh. Again, <laughs> it's kind of with the oil. I think people are so scared of oils, but this is good oh my for gosh, the oils all. oils are so great. Yeah. For all skin types. Um, and what it is, it's 97% naturally derived, and it's six oils from, or six different oils from plants, and they come all together, and it helps to help with um, micro circulation, so okay. it keeps everything going, because you know, our bodies need yeah. circulation. And then it also, it just nourishes it, and it brightens the skin. That's like what the yeah. whole line is for, it's just to brighten the skin, which is hard in Utah, because our skin looks so dull and dry. Mm-hmm. But this just brings that radiance back and the brightness Amazing. back. And I just, I do it before bed and it's just the Is morning you Is it just a night up. or like morning and night? I, I've never known anybody to use it in the morning. Okay. I think it's 
just at night yeah yeah like let it absorb mm-hmm. let it mm-hmm. cool some what? people will wipe it off after but i usually just let it sit because i have real dry skin so. yeah wait yeah. so why will they wipe it off i think it's just too much I okay. think I, it might actually call for it. I know there's one of our oils that you have to wipe it off after, but oh. I don't know. I so it's it almost sit. it's almost like a mask type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. That's but, awesome. Oh, it's so nice. It makes your skin so like lush and plump mm. and just nice. Okay. So what is the price point for this oil? Okay. So the oil is I think it's around forty nine dollars. Okay. That's good. Is it like is it a good size bottle? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And all Aveda products are meant to last a really long time. You only nice. want to use like one, maybe two pumps. Okay. So awesome. it lasts forever. It's nice. Awesome. I'll have to check this out. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I want to get into talking about your hair career. <laughs> okay. Or your cosmetology career. So how long have you been out of cosmetology school? Only three, just over three years. Okay. Yeah. So I've only been out a little longer than you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, my next question was how long have you been doing it but i'm sure right after school yeah yeah yep. what did you go straight into the salon you're at now or i did yeah so i work at pure vita salon in park city um and it was actually just barely opening and so mm. i worked my way into it and yeah. because it was just opening i was not expecting this to happen but i've already worked my way up to be a master stylist that's awesome so really awesome so yeah it's a salon with like different levels mm-hmm. um what yeah. are the different levels they have there so you start off there's a core program that you start off if especially for people who don't know much about aveda you mm-hmm. have to go through that or if you're just freshly out of school yeah um and then there's just different levels like designer and then something and then there's master, <laughs> and there's master stylist that's awesome. Um, so I was really lucky. I worked really hard, but I was really lucky to be yeah. able to move up that quickly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, well, you're amazing at hair, so you obviously deserve it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, did you know you always wanted to do hair, or did you always know you wanted to do hair? No, no. I, I've i always been creative. Yeah. Um, so anything I wanted to do, I wanted, you know, to be a choreographer. Mm-hmm. I was a ballroom dancer growing up. So, okay. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Um, yeah. Do oh. you still get to dance? I occasionally will do stuff with it. I really want to get back into it. Yeah. So, hint, hint. hint anybody hint. needs a partner, <laughs> I'm amazing. dying. I miss it so much. But, oh. um, but yeah, interior design. Like, there were multiple different things I was thinking about. Um, yeah. And then I found Aveda, and it just clicked. That's awesome. I knew I needed to do it. Okay, so it. did you go to Aveda? Mm-hmm. Which one? It's in downtown Provo. Okay, yeah. So, we were pretty close. I went to Taylor Andrews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I uh, almost went there. Okay. I, I feel like it. we had it talked really about nice, it, and yeah. for some reason I had in my brain that you went there, but no, I think no. just because of the whole Beacon thing. Oh, right. So there's a program in cosmetology school called Beacon, and we basically, like, made portfolios mm-hmm. and projects and entered them in, and they choose... How many people did they choose? They choose a runner-up and a winner from each state. Yeah. So... We, you won, right? I won, yeah. And I actually did too, my year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, which is so funny. So then we get to go to like these courses. Yeah. Um, down in Vegas, in Vegas. at the Naha show, mm-hmm. right? So just a really cool opportunity. Um, yeah. like like were there any, event. yeah, were there any like classes that like really stuck in your mind? Um, well, it was interesting because I was expecting to go and learn how to do hair. Yeah, but no. they didn't. Do it's any like of business. That. It was, and it was Classes. so much. What really caught my attention was that these people that I've looked up to for so long, mm-hmm. these amazing designers and hairstylists and business owners. Oh my gosh, I thought out. you said Harry Styles, and I was like, oh. Harry Styles was there. <laughs> what? No, no, what? No, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wish. 
No, <laughs> but just does a concert. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so nice. What a great oh, treat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the hard work <laughs> really was worth it. Paid yeah. off. Oh my word. But it was interesting because they come out and they, for us at least, they just talked about how to be a good person. That's oh. really what it was down to and okay. just treating other people well and everybody who comes to your chair is what we call it, you know, people who mm-hmm. let you do their hair and, and their makeup and their facials because I also am an esthetician. Oh, um, cool. But Did you go to aesthetic school too? Or do they no, do No, so I just have my basics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I do a lot of facials and brows. I love brows. Really? Okay, so they didn't even teach us because I'm technically a basic or I'm an esthetician mm-hmm. too right because we yeah. get the basic yeah they didn't even teach us facial facials at all oh really Mm-mm. oh ours was pretty quick yeah it was pretty quick we mainly focused on hair but um when I went to Pura Vida the esthetician was pregnant and so she taught me nice. all of her ways oh and gosh. I took over That's from so there great. so really That's great so opportunity awesome. yeah. where I work so it was good okay wait also I have to backtrack maybe I only did runner up for Beacon <laughs> I don't know I don't you even know remember what, though, it's you not still bad went <laughs> I'm like, wait, what if someone else is like, hey, that year I hey, won. And I'm like, oh, never mind. I guess <laughs> I didn't win. Oh, I just man. know that I went to it. Yeah. It's um, so good. That's cool that that's like what it was like the year you went. I feel like the year I went, it was like very business. Mm. Like Mark Cuban from Shark Tank. He like came oh, and uh-huh, spoke, uh-huh. which was super that's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it wasn't, I like the approach they took with you guys. It that's was, awesome. Oh, we felt so inspired. It was really yeah. neat. That's amazing. Um, So what do you specialize in? I mainly, I I do everything, but I love haircutting and styling. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love it. I just, if I could do that all day, I'd be set. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I should send clients to you who need like really good cuts. Please do. (laughs) Because I, since I do like a lot of extensions, I feel like Mm. I'm not like, like I don't take men's cuts. Yeah. I'm not like a cutting specialist for sure. Yeah. Like I can do basic stuff and right. I'm not gonna like botch your hair, but but that's really cool. Yeah, I feel like I've seen on your Instagram you do like some awesome like shortcuts and mm-hmm. that's really I cool. I love it. So if you okay, actually no, have you ever had like a disaster like in hair school or anything? <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> um, okay, actually this is <laughs> this is pretty funny. So um, I actually just recently recently posted about this too in okay. hair school. I hated pixie cuts Oh because yeah. I was scared that I was going to make a girl look like a boy yeah. or like, you know, not make yeah. it look right. Um, and I, okay, so there was a girl and she came in. She wanted pixie cut. It was my very first one. And she had super, super, super thick hair and it was very damaged from previous colors. Oh, jeez. So I was just, just like setting already the scene in already. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. And then, um, usually. Wait, and how turn, long was it? Uh, I think it was shoulder length. Okay. And she wanted it super short, like super pixie. Okay. And so um, I usually would try and go to the same educator for help just yeah. to get the same advice. Yeah. But they were so busy. And so oh, I was going the- to different educators giving different advice. And I'm just like bawling. Like, oh I'm going to mess up my hair. It's looking awful. And honestly, it did. It really, <laughs> it was awful. And I mean, they were trying to tell me like, no, no, it was like, you really fixed it well. You, you know, you did what you needed to it do. It already came in bad. It was, yeah, it was horrible. I should have just said, your hair is not ready to be a pixie, but I didn't know that in school, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, but the funny part is, so I hated pixies until I started working where I do now, and now I am the only one who does them, pretty much. Um, And this girl that I did her hair, she came into our salon, 
and her hair is like shoulder length again. You're like, thank heavens. Hi. And she, well, she didn't recognize me, but she went to another stylist and she was telling the story. And that, and I was just, I was just listening to it. It's like, oh my gosh, that sounds like my story. And I look over and it was her. And I totally, I should have just left it alone. I probably made her feel so awkward. But oh my I went, gosh. <laughs> I went over and I was like, I'm just, thought I'd introduce myself. I want you to know that I'm sorry. And I'm much better now. I don't oh even know my why. Gosh, like, I why would chills, I do that? Though. Why would I do that? Okay, but she's sitting. I don't know. It's like one of those lessons. Because like, well, I feel for like for everyone that you sh- shouldn't sit there and rant because yeah. who knows they could be next to you. Well, and like, I honestly like I know it was awful. I wasn't offended at all, but yeah. I feel like in those situations, <laughs> if she were to recognize me, I'd rather just get over the awkwardness and just yeah. be like, "Hey, look, we're wearing the same outfit." Yeah, you know, type of a thing. And so I was just like, if she sees me and she recognizes me, I just want to go and make it funny. Yeah. And so, so we were all laughing. Say? Okay, she was good. just like, yeah, she was laughing. We we're all laughing about it. And Which, I was like, did she I'm look so mortified at first, though? No. I don't think so. Oh, oh. I don't think so. Cool. She seemed pretty cool about it. But that's it was so... just so funny running into her again. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, oh my I gosh, promise. what a good story. And also, like, good for you for, like, owning up to it. Because so many yeah. people will, like, sit there and, like, badmouth a client. Or not so many people, but you hear, you know, yeah, the, like, badmouth sure. the client because they don't want to put it on them. It's yeah. Like, no, we all make mistakes, you know, like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, get so offended if someone texts you because they, like, don't love it. Like, yeah. I feel like if someone was like, oh, I mean, this hasn't happened as much lately, but it happens to everyone, mm-hmm. right? But it's mm-hmm. like someone texts you and like, oh, it's just not exactly what I wanted. It's, like, so easy to be so offended. Right. But then it's but also, like, also it happens. Sense. And also, yeah. but also being, I think it's so important to be, like, upfront with your clients. Like, yeah. your hair is not, like, I used to overpromise, and now mm-hmm. I underpromise Because I'd be like, oh, yeah, we can do that. When it's, like, they're a level two and want right. to be, right. like, this platinum. You know what 50. I mean? Yeah. And you're <laughs> a level 50. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, like, the biggest advice I would give to anyone. Yeah. Just, like, be straight up because what are they going to do? Say no or try to go book it with someone else? That's fine. Like, I know. your hair physically can't do it without falling out and yeah. I'm not going to be the one to make it fall out. And we focus on that a lot, on the integrity of the hair. Oh, yeah. So where we turn down people. Oh, like, yeah. you're going to think yeah. it's late or sometimes they'll get mad. And and we understand. Like, yeah. I've been in that situation where I want my hair done a certain mm-hmm. way and I want it now, you know? So yeah. I get it. Yeah. But they'll go to other people and then they then come get it back. Fried. Yeah. It, to that's get it what fixed. Always and so we're just like, also, how fun educate. is that doing color corrections when they went to someone else? You're like, I oh don't even want to fix this because I'm not the one who's screwing it up. And <laughs> you would have just come to me in the first place. Like, I know. Yeah. But I also think, like, if you don't know how to do hair, you really probably don't get it. Like, I remember mm-hmm. not getting that you couldn't go from dark brown to blonde in one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you just, just don't, have to educate you just don't them. get it. So you just have yeah. to, it's like our job to educate them and not expect them to know either. Right. So. Yeah. Rant. Rant, rant. <laughs> but um, it's good. Sometimes I think about, oh, all the things I wish I could tell other stylists or mm-hmm. people coming in, like, don't lift your head when they're washing your hair because you'll get wet. You'll get you know, drowned. Like those little simple I things. Know. It's kind of nice know. to shout out no totally <laughs> yeah so hint <laughs> don't do we that we really love although, you though <laughs> although i do have to say like sometimes i have clients because i don't know what your bowls are like but ours ours like go pretty into their neck so like it is okay for them to lift a little and turn their neck so you can mm-hmm. get the color and yeah. i'll be like okay will you look that way and they'll like half a centimeter i'm like that didn't make a difference i know like, i just i know i just move them i know <laughs> and i i should be more aggressive that way but some people i'm like i don't want to like crank your neck like yeah. you know what or i mean if they're older yeah i'm like 
tell me if this hurts. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't want to break your neck. Or yeah. anyone. I'm the biggest baby about brushing because I have a super sensitive head. So people oh. will be like, um, you're like barely touching my head. You can brush harder. And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what color lines do you use? But I know the answer, but Aveda, right? We use Aveda. Yeah. So you guys like custom mix everything, mm-hmm. right? Everything. We do all the chemistry behind every hair appointment. Which is really nice because that means that every color is custom. Yeah. Which other lines are like that too. You still have to do the chemistry. Yeah. You still have to figure it out. Um, but yeah, nothing's pre-made except we have a new line. It's called Vibrance, and you just put that right on the hair, and it's so weird for us. We're like, wait, like, we what? don't have to put even developer. So, but it's really cool, and we have those added oils to help kind oh, of. Oh yeah, I love the that hair you guys as much do that. as possible. So. I went to is it Shep Salon in Provo? That's, yeah. I oh, went to he's a class. Yeah, yeah, I went to a class there. Um, and that was like the first time I was really introduced to Aveda and I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I mm-hmm. actually, I don't know what I actually, we can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, if only we had <laughs> this in real life. I know. <laughs> can I just cut that out? You know, can we just... <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So another question, Okay. which I know the answer to, yeah. <laughs> um, but what styling products are your favorite <laughs> or what line, but. I, okay, this is, I, I'm honestly kind of ashamed of admitting this, but I never, as a ballroom dancer, I just used gel and hairspray. Okay. And so I didn't use anything before I went to Aveda. Yeah. So I feel bad because I know that there are other products out there that are fantastic, mm-hmm. but I only know Aveda. Yeah. And so I feel kind of bad, but well, also because yeah, really you guys proud. in school and then in the salon, like where like yeah, you could venture out and try things on yourself. Mm-hmm. But Aveda is great. So if yeah. you love it, like that's great for yeah. sure. At my at Taylor Andrews, it was like we used Sebastian and Redkin and I think yeah. one other and I don't use any of those styling products now. Oh, but yeah. yeah, so I feel like I got more of an opportunity to try different things. Mm-hmm. So right. it just depends on the situation. Like I would probably stay with Aveda if I right. worked with, unless there was something like really great, like the yeah. Moroccan oil hairspray. You right, need right, to try. Right. You should try it. It is super I, I'll awesome. Totally try it. I'm a fan. Well, and it's nice too because. It, there's so much to it. Yeah. There's so much product, which is kind of intimidating when you go into an Aveda salon. But it's if you just think, okay, my hair is damaged from color. Mm-hmm. So you just walk right up and there's a whole line of damage remedy. Yeah. So it's organized well, but there's so much that I yeah. haven't felt like I needed to branch out yeah. other than like, you know, things that I win from yeah. like Naha. <laughs> but I love stuff it. like that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So speaking of Naha, so... Well, do you want to explain kind of what NAHA is? Yeah, so NAHA stands for the North American Hairstyle Awards, mm-hmm. and it's very much like the Academy Awards for hairstylists. Okay. Like, it's a red carpet event, um, and you go, and you, the only difference is you enter yourself. You pick what category you want to enter in, and they give you all the rules. You usually have to send three to five photos mm-hmm. um, of your concept, and then you send it in, and if you are nominated, then you go, or if you just want to go and watch you go and you find out that you win there. Yeah. And you go up and you make your acceptance speech. Wait, like you so don't cool. know until... You have no idea. I guess that's how all award shows are though, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. It's so fun. Um, so yeah, you were entering Naha and that's right. when you reached out to me mm-hmm. to do styling, which I was like, so I'm not like... For clothing. For Yeah, yeah. styling clothing. Yeah. I was like, this isn't really... Because I do a little styling, but I, like, just knew I wasn't the right fit for that. But then we, like, talked about makeup and doing that. And so what you showed me was so awesome. Obviously, I won't talk about it because yeah. it's a secret. <laughs> but um, 
So it's all more like avant-garde-ish, right? Or yeah. yeah, it's a little more out there. Yeah, which I love. It's so cool. It's so fun. So you use wigs for everything or no? Or in hair um, pieces or what I've do you use? I've used hair pieces in the past. Um, I haven't used full wigs though. Okay. I usually just use their hair and then added okay. pieces. So but you're you finding models who have the hair color you want or you color their hair mm-hmm. or right. how does that go? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. I found girls. My first time I entered, I did kind of more pixie cuts mm-hmm. on girls. And um, so there was a girl with super long hair. She let me chop all of it off. Oh, my god! That was so fun. Yeah. That's so, so fun. So it's kind of fun for the models, too. If yeah. they're looking for a change, they could be a model. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Totally. That's so awesome. Um, okay. So obviously you love the creative part of that. And like editorial you know I love editorial but it doesn't necessarily pay my bills right Mm -hmm. so if that put all that aside would you be in the salon or would you be working on more like stuff like that or what if you could do exactly what you wanted in this industry what would it be like money aside money aside I would be doing much more editorial work yeah I would still want at least Maybe like one day a week in the salon, mm-hmm. maybe one or two. Yeah. Um. And but I need I like having the switch up because I get yeah. bored <laughs> and I leave. <laughs> yeah. This is actually the longest job I've ever had because I've been able to move up. And yeah. And now I have like all of these other jobs within my job. And mm-hmm. so um, but yeah, I would definitely do more editorial That's fashion awesome. shows. I need, I need to do more. Yeah. It's calling my name. I love it. Yeah. New York Fashion Week. I know. It's on the bucket list. I know. I got to do it. Got to do it. We should go together. Yeah. Let's I'm so it. down. Okay. I was talking to someone the other day and I'm like, there's so many people who want to do it. Let's just like all go. I know. Yeah. Let's just do it. Okay. 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 Well, thank you for explaining so yeah, much. Hairstylist, that was for you and for anyone. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed that. So now we're diving into... The scary stuff. Oh. The, so this week is like, would we call it true crime? Like <laughs> monsters? I don't know. Kind of both, right? I know. So should I even say what it is or should I just start the story? Start the story. Okay. And yeah. then they'll find out. Yeah. Okay. On May 26, 2012, Rudy Eugene attacked and maimed Ronald Popo, a homeless man on MacArthur Causeway in Miami, Florida, making headlines worldwide in broad daylight. on a busy highway like this wasn't like in some back alley this was like out there in the open so eugene stripped his own clothes off and just proceeded to attack and this random man and gnaw on his face um he actually gnawed his face down to just where there was like a goatee left what he didn't didn't know that yeah like, he just left his forehead just bone. Oh, my Your face. You look like you're going to be like sick. I'm, like, already shaking. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the forehead was just bone. He didn't have a nose anymore. He didn't have a mouth. And the attack lasted 18 minutes. Oh, Which, my can you imagine how long that would feel? Okay, wait. There were people around? Well, okay. So, here's the thing. And this is something I read. It was... So, picture a highway. Yeah. There was a barrier. So, it's like you kind of could oh, see I it. Oh, I see, I see. But jump forward there's a witness i'll explain that so the police showed up um and pled with eugene to stop but their demands were only met with growls like not no audible words he looked like an animal and the thing is like they could not get him off of him it took four bullets to kill and finally stop eugene oh my word um so I, I looked up all these articles about it, and I found this witness account, and this is Larry Vega. 
And he said, when I looked forward, there's a guy on top of another person eating him and tearing him apart. He was just on a leisurely bike ride, his normal day, and he encountered this. And he actually went to the Miami police officer. He went and found a cop. And he told the officer what was going on. There's blood everywhere. Gets the officers to come back. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this all ensues. He said, I never thought I would see someone eating someone else. It was really, really horrific. He was literally, this is kind of the grossest part, but he was just tearing his face up. But he wasn't, like, eating it. swallowing. Like, he was, like, throwing it away. Like, he was just, like, ripping him to shreds. Oh, my gosh. And this is, so, not using his hands. Like, he was just, like, using... Eating using him, his teeth but not eating him yeah oh my goodness i mean i don't know if he was using his hands a little too i haven't the video is available but i'm sorry there's no way in hell i'm oh watching my word. it <laughs> like i oh. i guess yeah oh, so no, Brad I, brad's like... pulling it up oh no so i guess they do have the video but from what i read um you it's like blurry right you can mm-hmm. kind of just see what's going on it's not like you're actually seeing oh my gosh brad's pulling it up Ew. Okay. You should pull it up. <laughs> Two seconds ago. No way I'm going to watch I know, that. I know. Okay, yeah, you oh should click word. it. Reaction moment right now. I didn't right know. know that he took his own clothes off. Like, Yeah, he was like running around. Right. And there was other stuff. And I, I couldn't find like multiple exact sources that said this. Mm-hmm. So I didn't put it in. But I guess I'll just say it anyways. And we'll take it for what it is, right? Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. But... I guess he was like, oh, my gosh. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So is that the guy that witnessed? Oh, no, the cops are there. Why are they just walking around? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're. Oh, my gosh. I wonder okay, how so many people, I get how people didn't see this, though. So if you look up this video, it's it's like down. What would you call that? It's like. Like somebody's. <laughs> well, all you see is their legs. Uh, they've got it. This is an yeah. aerial shot, and so, but they're they're both dead there. Not well, not well. So here's the thing: is Popo lived? Yep, there he is, right there. Yeah, so he lived. He's still alive. Oh, he, what? Yeah, he became blind in both of his eyes. It's oh my gosh, so that's heartbreaking. Um, and there was never anything tied together that they like knew each other or anything. Yeah. Um. Okay, but back to what I was saying is. <sighs> He, like, had left his car, and he was, like, holding a Bible, and then, like, ripped off his clothes, dropped the Bible, created this act. What? Which, who knows? If so. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh, that video. Okay. So. <laughs> we'll just keep the, that nice. So. <laughs> yeah. So, Eugene was 31. He was employed at a car wash at the time. He was a divorced former high school football player. He had, like. A series of petty criminal, <laughs> a series of petty criminal arrests from age 16. The last one was in 2009. Again, this was in 2012 that this mm-hmm. happened, but nothing like crazy. Yeah. Um, his ex-wife made like a statement, and she had said he had violent tendencies, but she was in shock. Like, I mean, how would you even deal with this? Right. How, like, you would never expect any human to do this, no. right? But. I think it was more like maybe he like pushed her, you know, like something like that. Like, it's not like he was like life threatening usually is what it sounded like. So at the time, experts believed the incident showed behavior consistent with ingesting the synthetic cocaine substitute known as bath salts. Bath salts have been connected 
in, in this timeline to a range of violent incidents and a spike in emergency room visits be, um, since they had become popular a few years before. Okay. Armando Aguilar, president of the Miami Fraternal Order of Police, who was the one in contact with the police uh-huh. officer who caught and killed Eugene, he said that the similarities between this and other recent cases involving bath, bath salts were striking. So there was another... Well, there there had been multiple cases that were similar, except the eating the face. Mm-hmm. So, like, take that for what it is, right? But, um, well, like, it was, was like... similar, though? Yeah, like, so, like, people taking off their clothes, people suddenly having, like, this superhuman strength. Like, seriously, he was he had to be shot four times before, yeah. like, even noticing, Nothing, right? Yeah. Um, they become violent. They're burning up from the inside. So... Apparently, your body literally is, like, overheating. Your organs start reaching a level that most would die. So this had said, by the time police approach them, they're basically a walking dead person. (gasps) Isn't that crazy? Oh, my goodness. So, okay, wait. I don't know anything about drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So they are, are they... They're smoke or sniffing it or smoking it or I honestly taking a bath in it because you know, I know Brad? everybody was scared to take a bath after this. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, your answer is all of the above. They <laughs> they, they can ingest it, ingest ways. it. They can yeah, liquefy oh it and, and, and smoke show, it and, and all that. shoot it and yeah. Oh jeez. Okay. I bath don't get salts. it. I don't get I it. I don't. Well, it's just addiction is yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Whole other conversation, but so there was even like cases where they had seen people going out in pools. To try to, like, cool down. So oh. it's, like, literally feels like your body is, like, on fire, apparently. Um, but they usually have to be chemically or physically restrained for six to eight hours. <gasps> yeah. Before they, like, come to. There was another incident um, that became popular after the Ultra Festival where a guy was walking around naked, was hit by a taxi, and he jumped on top of the taxi, started beating the people inside. It took 15 officers to stop him. Oh, my God. He was being tasered, and he was literally begging them to kill him, though. He was like, please just kill me, which is so sad. sad, Oh, it's so sad, and drug addiction is so scary. Right. But also, I wonder, with these, it kind of sounds like it's something that could get laced into, like, drugs, and people have no idea what they get into, right? Right. Um, But because they had so many officers there that day, they were able to subdue him, and they had to take him to the hospital where they basically had to freeze him. So, it, like, calm down. But I think that guy lived and hopefully is living, you know, a better life yeah. now and yeah. all that. I hope so. Um, but then, get this. So, I found another article because I remember this happening. It was my junior year of high school or senior year. Mm-hmm. And I just remember everyone being like, basalts, human zombie, you know, right, like, kind right. of being, like, making light of it, which it's not a light situation. It's devastating, right. you know. But, but I think... Yeah, we just didn't really know what was going on. But so actually a month later, the toxicology report came back and he didn't have any bath salts in his system. Stop. He only had marijuana in his system, but not like a synthetic marijuana. He didn't have LSD. He didn't have cocaine. Any of these things they thought he didn't. So then that begs the question, you know, was this a mental break? Was this, you know, this, that or what? But it is the superhuman strength, I think, is the really weird Oh, who knows? So, yeah, that is oh, the that story is of the 
zombie quote unquote zombie. bath salt attack in Miami. So oh my goodness, yeah. But I just I remember seeing so much of this on the media. I never right. knew that it came back. Did you guys know that it came back without? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. so that was really interesting, and I read that three different places, so I was like, oh, oh my word. Yeah. <laughs> Casual. That makes me, like... I know. Just so nervous. I know, like, and it makes you that's sad. So scary. For both of them, too. I mean... Oh, absolutely. Crazy. So, the reason I <laughs> did this story, it was because I actually brought Kayla to assist me on a wedding, which she killed it and we got them done so fast how many people did we have like 11 yeah it was wild they're like you're like two and a half half hours (laughs) yeah Yeah. two and a half hours to do 11 people i was like please come yeah (laughs) but you were so fast i was so happy we got them done quick we got them done early i know that was great it was nice they all had the same hairstyle i know made it easy that's rare (laughs) yeah um so i like had i think so one of the girls in the bridal party was one of my clients in the mm-hmm. salon. And so she was asking me about the podcast because I think I had mentioned it last time I did her hair. And so did you know I was doing it yet? Or I don't. I think I told you about I it that day, remember. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we were talking about that and she's like, I have a story. So <laughs> the story you have about is, yeah, take it away. Okay, <laughs> okay I'm like already nervous. Don't be nervous. Talking about it puts me back in the situation. It makes okay. me all scared again. But... Okay, so this did not happen in Utah. This actually happened in South Carolina. Okay. Wait, where are you from? I'm from here. Oh. Yeah, Wait, yeah. what? Did you go on a mission? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. served a missionary. Okay. I was like... So, ironically, okay. this happened then. Okay. <laughs> um, so, there was um, a lady that we knew that mm-hmm. was just really struggling. And so, we thought, well, let's just go um, check on her and just see if we can help out with anything. And... And my companion is what we call them. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is Sister Jones. I just call her Jones even now. But um, so we decided to go visit her and we were driving along. And if you've never been in the south or in really humid, rainy places, there are some things you need to know for this story. And one of them is that in certain areas, there's not a lot of uh, sidewalks. Okay. And there's a lot of gravel, a lot of mud. And so you have to be really careful where you park because I, I learned from... Oh, too no. many experiences that if you park there, your car will just like sink down. You'll be stuck <gasps> for hours. I would never even think of that. Oh, it's awful. Okay. It's awful. But it, it happens kind of often when you're not from there. Yeah. So, um, and then another thing too is that it's really, really dark there at night because they don't have a lot of street lights. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of common. In fact, coming back to Utah, it took me a while to get used to how bright it was at night. Oh, and we just, you just always have a flashlight with you if you're out at night. Yeah. And, um, so we, we get to her trailer and we realized that we can't park there because it had just rained earlier. So we had to park kind of like a good distance up the hill. And so we get out, we park, it was safer up there and we start walking down and this is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Again, it's really dark. Um, and there was a house on the left side that we had to pass. And it was kind of that perfect Southern rundown cute little house um with the perfect dingy yellow light that you see in the movies screen door you know just perfect um which is usually really cute but But in this moment (laughs) i'm like you're saying it's perfect but because i have a hint of what's coming i'm like this sounds terrifying (laughs) no so so we passed that house and then in between that house and her trailer it was just all open space Mm -hmm. and when we got to that point we started getting a little nervous and kind of scared because there were a bunch of dogs out there and we could we couldn't see them but we could hear them barking at us and they're like pulling on their chains and so we're like oh "Oh my gosh like this is already kind of scary 
So we get to her trailer and we're like, well, let's just visit her. We can just go in her house and be safe. Mm-hmm. So we're knocking on the door multiple times and she didn't answer. Okay. So we're like, oh, darn it. You know, we really wanted to help her out. And so we walk, start walking back to the car and we're just talking. Because, you know, if you run, it makes you way more scared, right? Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So we were just well, trying to Well, and also, if you're running, a dog's going to freak out more, too, right? right? Like, right. it's going like, to Don't be, yeah. follow me. Yeah. Oh, the dog's there. <laughs> um, and so we're walking, and we're just talking to try and not be as scared. And as we're talking, we hear these footsteps. And so we kind of quiet down. We're like, where are those footsteps? And um, we start realizing that they're coming towards us. Like, they're getting louder and louder. And so she, oh she puts her flashlight up really quick, and it shines in the face of a man. <gasps> Okay. And <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and um and so you know those little tips and tricks you learn when you're young like make sure if you're in a situation like this let them know that you know that they're there. Yeah. So that what, you know like acknowledge them. Right, yeah. right. And so we notice that he's there and we're immediately he's like still kind of far away and we're like, "Hello, sir." Like, <laughs> "Hi, how's it going?" you know. And um and so he ended up being just this super cute old man and he just kind of walked past us we just said hi to each other and my dad also taught me to never turn your back on people in situations like this and so I'm kind of like awkwardly like kind of walking to the side (laughs) and um and he just walked past I'm kind of paying attention to him behind us and then all of a sudden we're by that house and the screen door slams or like rushes open what's the word I'm looking for okay wait wait had you gone to the house and you were leaving or oh oh, oh, oh. her house okay i'm sorry yeah. and then you walked past this original house okay, correct I'm yeah sorry. so we're right by the original house with the <laughs> okay. screen door so the screen door opens super quickly and it mm-hmm. bashes against the wall and so the sound just kind of scared us so we both yeah. look over and we're like <gasps> and we look over and there is a zombie like what? full speed running at us wait what i'm okay Okay, he's running towards us, and he, so it wasn't, like, the slow things that you see. Yeah. I don't know. I've never watched The Walking Dead, but they seem like they're slow. Okay. It wasn't, like, he was full speed running at us, but he was, he looked like a a zombie, and I feel silly even saying it, but. No. He's, the way he moved, even his, like, neck and his head was, like, twitching, like, moving around, Uh and he, he was, like, stumbling a bunch, and he. Was, it was just so scary. And he was moaning, like, kind of like zombies do. Oh. And so, and it sounds silly because we were just still standing there. <laughs> but I feel like this happened within maybe three seconds. Like, yeah. it was so fast. Um, and so, Joan, she put up her flashlight again right on him. And that's when I noticed that his skin also looked like it was decaying. Like, it did not look like healthy skin. I was just like, this oh is a gosh. zombie. And that's why, that's initially when I was like, this is a zombie. And so... We were just kind of frozen there, like, what's happening? And the man that had passed us just moments ago, he ran past us. He grabbed this guy's arm to stop him. And then he looked him right in the face and he said, don't. And we were like, what? Okay. And so we just booked it. We ran, ran, or we ran away. We got in the car. We drove to a safe area and we just stopped and just, like, breathed for the first time. Yeah. And we we looked at each other and we were like, was that a zombie? And it kind of validated me because I was already second guessing myself. Yeah. But the fact that she saw what I saw. Yeah. You know. Oh. And we were just like, what gosh. was that? Like, what just happened? Yeah. And and when I think about that situation, I feel like it could have been something like what you were talking about earlier, like, like someone with a crazy, like a drug addict, or yeah, or someone or just like yeah, with some like just mental state, something. 
But when I take myself out of that situation, I'm like, no, it wasn't a zombie. Like, I'm super skeptical. Like, I've but looked it, up even, like, skin conditions, and I have the research it, here with me. Have but. you looked up, um, you know, with certain drugs, it, I think it's meth, right? They they sometimes believe there's stuff under their skin, so they scratch oh, at they it. scratch it. I didn't even think about that. I wonder if it could be. Yeah. But, okay, this is what stood out to me the most about that story. The old man comes back and is like, yeah. stop. I know. So who, what is their relation? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like I've even told myself, I would love to go back and thank that man even after yeah. that happened. But I was like, well, I'm pretty sure you live with the zombie. So I can't do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's like, okay, no was that was. like, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That is crazy. So even if he wasn't a real zombie or, you know, but it was he that state still of mind. helped us. Yeah. So thanks to you. Old man. you are. Because <laughs> bless his heart. No matter what, he helped us. Yeah. But. No matter what even if it would have just been a normal person, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Even if it was a normal, clean-cut looking yeah. person. Yeah. Running full speed at you yeah. in the dark is not okay. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm glad you're safe. It was so So did you go terrifying. back in that neighborhood ever? Um, I don't believe so, actually. Mm-hmm. I think if we ever talked with her, we'd just talk on the phone or yeah. meet up somewhere else, but I wasn't about... To yeah, go back there. I don't. Even during the daytime. Yeah. Like, no, no. That is so scary. I'm so sorry yeah. you went through that, it was, but I'm glad you're well, safe. And it's so funny, too, because I, before this experience, I actually thought being scared of zombies was such a silly thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I, I can understand ghosts yeah. and things like that, but... I like zombies is just so silly, which is also laughable because I'm terrified of dinosaurs. But you know, they lived once; they may <laughs> live again. But um, well, I, I guess like, you could say the same thing about zombies. Too. I feel they like they once. do like mess stuff up. Yeah, like <laughs> censoring there, but they just really like go wild. Dinosaurs yeah, that would be terrifying so if they were back. Oh my gosh, I can't even think about it. But anyway, <laughs> but now, ever since that experience, I'm I'm terrified. I. Like, if people are dressed up as a zombie, I have to, like, walk away from them. Really? I can't it's be like, around it. There are some movies that I like. Yeah. One that I might bring up later, but... What movie? Train to Busan. I it's actually... Okay. It's a South Korean movie. Okay. Um, And it's really... Okay, there's the flickering it's lights. It's really good. I know there's the <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen... This is, like, a funny one, but I think it's... So, have uh, you heard of the movie Life After Beth? No. So it's it's kind of like an indie, like kind of weird. Like I'm, I feel like it was like maybe at Sunday. Like I don't know, just one of those movies. Yeah. Um, but it has Aubrey Plaza, and his like girlfriend dies. But then he's like just like mourning this, and he goes to her house, like see her parents, and they like locked up his parent. Her parents like won't answer the phone, like whatever. And all of a sudden he sees her and he's like, what? And it like turns out she's a zombie, but it's funny. Oh. <laughs> like, it's like super funny, but. Oh my yeah, gosh. I don't know. Even that. You're like, I don't know <laughs> if I can do that. But it's, I mean, I like World War Z. That one's terrifying. That's, that but one's it's good. Terrifying, but it's, it's really, really well, well made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting if I can throw something yeah, in here yeah, really please, quick, because yeah. I people think about this oh that could never happen but then just from these two cases you think okay maybe from all these weird drugs that people are taking and yeah. coming up with one day this could actually well and could actually viruses happen. which i know That's you have something I, about yeah. and i saw all over the internet too more like in bugs and stuff is what yeah. i saw but you should go into what you were saying about yeah. deers yeah so i oh also side note yeah i thought it was interesting that they filmed the walking dead in the south 
oh, of course. They did it in Georgia. Yeah, and I was like, huh. you're like, well, I wonder why. Probably because of that. Because um, they could just use people like that as extras. I know. No, right? I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> I thought it was kind of bad. Um, <laughs> but good. <laughs> but good. Um, okay. So have you guys heard of the chronist, chronic waste disease? Mm-mm. So I... I feel like this was kind of recent that I actually saw it, and it freaked me out, obviously. But it's also known as the zombie deer disease. Okay. And what it is is um, it's this disease, and it eats holes in the brains of the deer, which makes them have, like, no fear toward humans. Oh, jeez. It's really lethargic, and it makes them um, salivate. So when you see them, it's just, like, they, they look like zombie deers. Is right? it, like, a form of, like, rabies? I don't know. What no. exactly is rabies? <laughs> is it... Nah, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> we can get that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think, I mean, it's chronic waste disease. Okay. Like, is that from our waste? Like, all, all of the pollution or something like that somehow? Or, like, Because they were saying, water? like, don't eat, don't, not don't eat deer. I mean, I've never been so grateful that I don't eat meat until now, but they said don't eat, don't feed the deer. Okay. So maybe okay. it has something to do with what we're putting out there. Got it. And it's just kind of messing with their system. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. But um, Interesting. Yeah. So the first case in the States was in 1967 in Colorado. And since then, it is now in 23 other states. And I believe Utah is one of them because what? I saw it on my news feed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I know. Love that. I know. So um, and then it's also in Canada, Norway, Finland and South Korea. So for all you avid hunters out there, this could be uh, <laughs> yeah. this could be a breakthrough. The deer will come to you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they actually do talk about that on the news thing that I was listening to. Um, but yeah, they said that there so far there is no cure, um, which is also kind of scary because it's yeah. been around for quite some time now. And Wait, they sorry. When was the out. first case again? 1967. Oh my gosh. So it's been a long time. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this movie I was talking about, Train to Busan, yeah. it's in South Korea. And I didn't make this connection until I was reading up on this story um, in it. So you should watch it. It's on Netflix. Okay, I, I I love it. And it's not just about zombies, but it's so much. I love behavior. That's why I like true crime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that's about why we all like true yeah. crime, right? Yeah. And so no, um, it's very much about, are you in situations as crazy as this, are you going to be selfish or selfless? Okay. And so it's kind of cool, too. But in the beginning of the movie, they, the first zombie that you see is a deer. Oh. And so I think that's what they were doing. And they're in like yeah. a wasteland. And okay. I never made that connection until yeah. I read this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's in South Korea. And they're yeah. making it seem like it's possible for it to go from animal to human. Oh my gosh. And it's fast how it happens in the movie. And so now I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, it's here. And I, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be a zombie. Yeah, I don't want to be a zombie it's either. Just those silly irrational maybe not so irrational fears like well so we're like oh could that happen but then think of like like think of like the 60s right mm -hmm. or have you i'm thinking of like 70s when all these serial killers started popping up it's like yeah that was unheard of they mm -hmm. were like what like or like us with technology now like there's so many things we think will never happen and i'm not trying to be scary but it's <laughs> yeah. like you never know so just right. be safe and don't feed deer or don't let them you I don't know I don't <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just just crazy thoughts that's because I don't know like I could have just been a drunk guy that it 
was running after me. Like who had really bad. Skin. I don't know. Either way, so though, that's a terrifying situation. Yeah. Like a stranger running at you, right? And an old man saying "don't," right? Which the way he just so aggressively said "don't" and yeah. like stopped him makes you right. think. See, but can I say one more thing? I kind of thought of. Yeah. I kind of took it to like this more twisted place in my oh, mind, no. right? Almost like, what if that guy was like some prisoner in this old man's house? Ew. Like, <laughs> like, thank you again, old man. Like, oh my gosh. Like, what if he was like, I don't know. What if? It, what if it was like his brother resurrected Friend. zombie son, oh, <laughs> or oh. or just some random guy he kept locked up in his house for forty years, and he's a serial killer. What if he was asking for our help? you that was not your responsibility like you gotta get out of there and stay safe okay you're right but yeah what if he was that's not the way to do it and the old man was actually yeah a bad guy ew ew ew. i've never thought about that before yeah just you know me take it into the next level well we'd we listen to true crime all the time yeah that's just where i thought you've got to you've got to like yeah. Okay, so what, so you love true crime, and you were just telling me last night your family was all talking about true crime. We and were. True crime family. What, do you listen to a lot of true crime podcasts? I do. What are some of your favorites? Um, I mean, I know you've talked about Cold. That's oh probably, my gosh. that's the one that I, because I feel like I get so intrigued by them mm-hmm. that I listen to them so quickly, and then I start mixing them up. But yeah. Cold it's, is cold. It's in your head. Yeah. yeah. And so I actually, I remember when that happened. Um, it was me when too. I was graduating high school. And I remember my thoughts on why he took his sons with him. And yeah. I actually stick to it this day. My friends hated it. They didn't like the thought. But um, I, because, again, with behavior, and I like to pretend yeah. I'm a oh, we're profiler all, when I'm yeah. totally not Wait, qualified. you watch Mindhunter, right? I don't. <gasps> I don't. You will love it. I don't. Have you watched the first episode? Get through the first I'm episode. I'm trying to remember if this is the one I'm thinking about. So as much as I love true crime, I'm actually really careful with what I watch mm-hmm. and listen to because I'm all about like good vibes, you know, good things, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so this one, it's just it's really interesting because they go through all these serial killers and it's like their real interviews and yeah. all of that. I think I've talked about it before on here, but um, it's so it's basically the start of profiling though. Like this, oh. it's based on a true story, and this is the guy who started like serial killer profile. I'm reading the what? book right now. Maybe even don't watch the show, Maybe but I'll read, read the, the book. book. I love reading. Yeah, yeah. It's called Mind Hunter. The book is it well, and it's written by the guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, okay. it's really good. I'll read it. Yeah, but well, sorry, go on. No, you're fine. <laughs> so so cold. Mm-hmm. Josh Powell. Yeah. So I remember my friends and I. I think it was with my friends. Even yeah. My friends and my family. We were talking about why would he take his sons with him? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking in his own twisted, horrible, like I'm not justifying this at all, but as in, in his own love for his kids um, and his need for control, mm-hmm. I think I think that's why he had to take him with him. I think he needed wait, wait, to... Wait, Do you mean the night of or mm-hmm. killing them? Like killing them. Yeah. I think that he took them with him because in some twisted way he wanted to be a family again and have that control yeah it was like well if i can't have you no one can right it was losing the control yeah and i also feel like i do believe that she's gone it breaks my heart to say that but i do believe that he killed her and i think that's another reason why he would have taken his sons so that they could be a family again and and also i think it's a form of control for people left here yeah. For all the people that were trying to investigate and figure it out. Yeah. He's like, um, good luck. He's like, you yeah, know nothing. I'm you. I'm taking them with me. You can't do anything else. 
So that's just kind of my take on it. That's did you go to the event in Salt Lake? No, I didn't. I wanted oh, to. But did you? You went? I did. So yeah. how was it? It was really, really good. I, I was hoping for like some, you know, yeah. moment. Um, and it was like, but, we solved it. Right, right. But yeah. um, it was... It's actually kind of heartbreaking. I walk in, we take our seats. I was there with my, with my oldest sister, mm-hmm. and because we both love it. Yeah, sorry. And she, you're fine. I'm playing footsie. And she, um, we sit down and we realize that they're playing country music, which was um, Susan's favorite. Mm-hmm. Susan, right? Yeah, that just sounded yeah. wrong. <laughs> no, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> Me with um, clients every time. I know. You're every time. Like, I get nervous. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was Susan's favorite music. And so oh. that was just kind of like, oh, and then yeah. we look down on the stage and they're playing like this video feed mm. of like Susan with her boys and pictures. And I actually started crying because yeah. with these stories, we need to remember over and over again that this is real. This yeah. is real. Because yeah, it's exactly. so easy to get into it and try yeah. and solve it. But yeah, but remember it was, that it's real yeah, people. It was heartbreaking. But Ellis was there. Really? I actually was kind of nervous for him people made it very known that they didn't like him really so yeah just because the way it was like Mm -hmm. handled right I just I don't know I think they did the best they could I do too because once you put evidence and stuff out there like there's no taking back if they Mm -hmm. if he would have gone to trial and they didn't have all that they needed right you can't retry someone right you know what I mean like like yeah and I think he's even kind of like maybe it wasn't handled perfect but we like did the best we could right so. Yeah, and he definitely was very much like that. Yeah, you know, like he he says he, I have no regrets, but there are things that I've learned from it. Yeah, but, which is a good way to put it, right? Um, and I feel like too, I had kind of an aha moment with these people kind of yelling out like, you know, boo, like, oh, are you them. serious? Mm-hmm. Not a ton, but there That's were so a few people. I know, but I, it made me think. You know, when we're listening to these podcasts, we are getting all the information at once Mm -hmm. when it took them years Years. to find it out. Like, they didn't know everything that we know. And it's thanks to them that we even have the information. So we need to, yeah, we need to have that respect. Well, yeah. I think with, yeah, with all the true crime, like, even with that story I told today, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a crazy thing, but obviously there was something wrong with this guy, and I'm not right. trying to sit here and, yeah, it was a terrible right. thing he did, but everyone's just trying to do the best they can. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, sociopaths and serial killers, like, the brain just doesn't work the same. It doesn't make their acts any less evil. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe that, like, that's kind of even more intense, but it's, like, an no, investigator. Like, everyone's just doing the best they can. Like, yeah. just in life, just good life model yeah. for everyone everyone's yeah. doing the best they can yeah. oh i'm that nerd i'll watch criminal minds and mm-hmm. i'll be like sad for the murderer and not yeah. again not in a way like no. i would not just away with it's awful no. and it's sick no but, but so many like, times it's like why it's nature the why. versus nurture yeah. type thing you know what i mean broken homes and, yeah you know it's so sad what they've gone yeah. through but yeah. um one of my friends actually lived in their neighborhood susan powell's and, really? and she watched the boys so I'm gonna have to bring her on soon. Yeah. So just oh little gosh, little plug for that, Marissa. Oh. You need to come on soon. <laughs> she lives in Germany now, so we're gonna have to do a phone call. But I'm like, how well is that just gonna go? Go to Germany. I know. I mean, what are you I talking know. about? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was Crazy. so great having you. Thank I'm you. I'm so happy we finally did I know, this. I know. This my is gosh, you're my country. favorite. This is fun. Thank you so much. Um, do you want to tell them your hair Instagram? Yeah, it's at becoming underscore Kayla awesome i'll link it mm-hmm. um any other last words i don't think so thank you <laughs> thank, thank you. you this is fun oh my gosh of I course i'm so happy to have you here 
I want to know if other people believe in zombies. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Let us know. Let us know on Instagram. Send us an email if you have like a zombie story. Yeah. We'd love to know. We could do a little follow up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thanks. Have a good week. We'll talk to you guys next week. This episode of Makeup, Masking, and Murder is written and brought to you by me, Abby Hill, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music is written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs. Vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to everyone who's made this possible, and we will see you guys next week.